are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? Damn good and coffee hot. and hot. I don't know. I just don't know, folks. I just don't know. You know what? I'm missing something. That's why I have to add this in here and see what happens. Good morning, folks. It is, uh, what the hell day is it? It's Friday. It is. Yes, it's Friday, and I am looking red. Yes, I am. Um, today is the day before the day before, I guess, for a lot of people. It is Christmas Eve Eve, okay? <laughs> it is Friday, December 23rd, 2022. Happy Friday to everybody. I think, let me find out. Yes, we are. Uh, I can't turn that off. Can I turn that off? Silence that. I don't know. Oh, I can't deal with that. I'm on um, Instagram right at this moment, and I can't shut me up, and I'm hearing myself in the headphones, and I don't love that. How about this? We'll just do this. And at least for now, we'll do this. We might have to shut off the... uh... The Instagram feed at some point. Look at me without headphones, looking weird and casual Friday. No, no shirt. I got a sweatshirt on. What the hell is that all about? Well, um, it is getting towards the holiday weekend here, and I'm a little hungover. If you have ever wondered what I look like hungover, this is it. This is me hungover. Uh, a little bit of celebrating yesterday. Who gets married? On a Thursday, Rick and Caitlin get married on a Thursday. Congratulations, Rick and Caitlin. I uh, hope you have a very long, happy life together. Uh, and um, congratulations, Merry Christmas, and all. Uh, I hope you're the last people I ever know who get married on a Thursday, to be honest with you. Who gets married on a Thursday? But I am um, just a bit hungover and had a difficult time finding the Tylenol. Well, to get rid of the morning headache. So here I am. Um, today, and a bit of last night, I started to um, have to deal with first original immigrants, not even first-generation immigrants, guys who have come to this country on their own. They left their families to come here and start businesses. They're entrepreneurs. And have to explain to them American culture. In other words... Um, they were planning a couple of entrepreneurs who came here and started businesses from other countries, planning on just this being a weekend and figuring, well, Christmas falls on a Sunday. That's it. I don't need any extra days off for my American workers. Oh, no, that's not the way to think. Um, And... 
I'm re- I'm reading comments. Good morning, William. Good morning, Kelly. Um, I, I will get to that confusing con- uh, um, comment in a second. Uh, but so I had to explain to them, well, when Christmas falls on a Sunday for Americans, we expect Monday off with pay. And that was a hard sell. And it's going to be even a harder sell as I have to have this conversation a couple more times today. No, you have to pay your workers for a day off. Even if it falls on Sunday, which they would normally get off, they have to give them Monday off. And then it gets even more complicated because most of them are expecting half a day today. What? Well, what kind of country is this? It's the kind of country you left your family to come to. uh, And that is what we do here, like it or not. That's part of, uh, I'm not loving this Instagram stuff because I can't have my headphones on. And um, maybe I'll just end that. Going live on Instagram maybe might not be all it's uh, cracked up to be. Can't read the comments anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm going to end that so I can put my headphones on and actually hear. Not that I love to hear myself. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's got a lag on it, and I don't love that anyway. Uh, anyway, so just going to close that out. Not broadcasting and turning off the... Yeah, remove IG. That was a bad idea. Maybe we'll try that again next week. I don't know when we figure it out how to stream uh, without interfering with my headphones. Anyway. uh, Oh, what's going on? Now, the the question, good morning, Kelly. Now, this question, it's minus four here. I have so many layers on, it's ridiculous. Minus four, that's what it is. I didn't realize... Uh, you were talking about temperatures. It's hard to see the comments. It's small over there. That's why I put them on screen. Minus four. It is, I hate to make you a little jealous. It is almost 60 degrees out here. We had some major winds last night. Uh, but it's about 58, I think. Let me see. Let me get a good. Yeah, 50. Wait. Sure. Sure. I'm not. Yeah, uh, okay, so it's 56. All right, so it's dropped a couple of tem- uh, degrees. 56 degrees here. was very windy overnight. Somewhere around 4 o'clock in the morning, it sounded like a tree fell on the house. Um, that did not happen, but huge branches did. It was a big boom. So far, we have power, obviously. Uh, and uh, But it's all this is supposed to freeze. So it rained really hard. We have gigantic poles. Some of my friends have sent... Uh, pictures of the streets and the cars underwater. Uh, somebody had a minivan and the, the water was uh, halfway up on the minivan. In uh, the south shore of Long Island gets hit pretty bad. And the South Bay rises into the streets for the people on the, on the south shore. Uh, but tonight it's going to get down to what Kelly's talking about, minus four or somewhere around there. And we're going to have a ton of ice and cars stuck in ice and houses iced up. Uh, Because, again, the water is four feet high or three feet high in in the streets on some of the South Shore communities. Not a good thing at all. Well, lucky it wasn't snow. At least up here, I mean, I'm 500 feet above the water. So, uh, 
uh, Matt, I want you to I want you to know that I had one goal yesterday and it was achieved. What was that? What was the one goal? Uh, you're welcome to come on and talk about it. By the way, I just you know this isn't much of a. I have nothing planned today. Nothing, and I rarely have anything planned to talk about. Uh, but today, I did want to go back to some of the things I said this week. Now, if you remember Monday. You remember Monday? I barely remember. I need more coffee, man. I barely remember Monday. But I remember this. I talked about a guy named George Santos, who is uh, elected to Congress and will be sworn in in about 10 days now. And how he lied about everything while he was running. Lied about everything. Made up his entire resume. And uh, I did say, I, did, I made a mistake. I said he was in the first district, my district. Uh, he's actually in the third district, which is still Long Island, but not my district. I was confused because he lives in my district. He lives not too far from here, just down the road, down William Floyd. Um, in Lee, he lives a couple of blocks from where Lee uh, Zeldin lives. And so I thought he took Lee Zeldin's seat. I'm wrong about that. Uh, which leads me to question, I thought you had to live in the district you rep- represent, or at least be from there. So he's from this district. Why is he representing this their district? I'm not even sure that's legit. But with everything else that's not legit about this guy, and the fact that he's going to have to answer questions to being a complete liar for the next two years, I don't see how he can serve well. If uh, I... You can't force force him out. Maybe they can ethics violations or whatever. I don't think they can force him out. He he legitimately won the seat, legitimately by lying. Uh, but he's not going to be an effective representative at all. But on Monday, if you recall, I talked about how Republicans like to nominate minorities because it makes them feel like they're not racist or homophobic. This guy happens to be Latino and claims to be gay. And I said, I did not believe he was gay based on everything else in his resume being a lie. I thought that it was possible. And in my view, probable that he made that up. I've met the man seen, uh, seen his, um, because again, he lives not too far from here, and I've seen him at a uh, local band show, a town put on a band show, and he was giving a campaign speech at it. And it struck me as dishonest and uh, right from the start. But he claimed to be gay, and then it turns out he was married to a woman up until about 10 days before Election Day and has no boyfriend, no nobody... Uh, no male in his life. So I think, I said on Monday, I think he might not be gay. I think he might have used that. And I said that, you know, why would somebody do that? Well, because it softens Democrats up who would never vote for a Republican if the Democratic uh, candidate is not of your liking and, and these Democrats of in, in this area are not, D.C. party player uh, Democrats often. 
And so if you, if they don't love them, it might soften them up to say who would, people would never vote for a Republican to say, well, he's a Republican, but he's gay and Latino. Maybe he's, he's not like a full on board Trump or Republican. So that's why he would lie about that. Well, it turns out um, now uh, lots of people are, are jumping on the bandwagon here. And now I don't think people got this from me, but it's just unusual <laughs> that I would be ahead of the curve in making that assessment that he might not be gay. Now, lots of people coming out. There's no record of him ever having a homosexual relationship. He was married to a woman up until 10 days before he got elected, but the whole time he was campaigning as a gay guy, gay Latino guy. Would he make that up? People have made up more bizarre things than that. If you, I mean, you know, people make up all sorts of shit when, not even when they're running for stuff, just as popularity or trying to get ratings and, and stuff happens. People lie, folks. People lie about everything. And I think he was lying about being gay. Anyway, uh, so that's one thing. And I, you know, I should have known. I should have checked my sources. But again, I think I'm not sure if lying about his district disqualifies him. Because he he lives here, but he's representing a district 45 miles away. That makes no sense to me. Shouldn't you be from the district you're representing? If you're... A senator, you have to live, well, Oz was kind of trying to buck that trend. <laughs> but if you're a senator, you have to live in the in the state that you represent. If you're a, a uh, congressman, you have to live supposedly at least close to people that you represent. And if you're from Grants, New Mexico, and you're a comedian, you just pop in and surprise the hell out of me. Good Show up wherever. Why is it that I just, how come I don't? I don't get why I don't wait in the back and then you bring, I don't get why it does it. Cause as soon as I hit inner studio, it brings me right to this screen. Yes. Yeah. Well, because you are a host now, you are a, like a, a guest. Uh, you're part of the team. You're not, I got a, I got a key to the back door. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. mind you just popping in, uh, but Carl, I don't know. Uh, Carl can go into the, the Right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, the, like, but when I hit inner studio, it just pops me right in here. Well, that's fine. Uh, what are we gonna do about that? What do? You, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What do you want? What, what are you gonna, gonna do? do? Ah, they're gay. Anyway, um, so yeah, the, the my I, <laughs> so yesterday you were talking about Twitter, right? And how you were fed up with Twitter and how you don't even you don't even want to look at it. You don't even want to react. Right. Right. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I have one goal today. I want to, I want to make Matt Napo react on Twitter. Right. And you <laughs> the did, only, right? I did. I did. I posted one thing. I posted one post yesterday on Twitter, but I knew that it would elicit a Matt Napo response. I was like, there's no way if he looks at his Twitter there's no way he's going to see this and not hit the like button. I know this guy too well. Okay. Like, what, 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 I forgot what it was now. What, it, was, it was a thing about uh, it's so cold outside. It, it's like uh, Frank Carboni oh, yeah, and a Frank meat Carboni. truck. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, yeah. A, and I was like, oh, he's, he's definitely going to hit like on that. There's no yeah, way he can pass I that I remember up. thinking 
uh, it's odd for people because I, I think that's a New York thing because the, the hanging a guy in a meat truck <laughs> is very <laughs> Queens, Queens, New York. And uh, and listen, I've I've I don't want to give away too much, but uh, I've known people who have put bodies in <laughs> in freezers. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that thing, I don't think that resonated with most people around the country, but obviously it's not just a New York thing. People, people like the Frankie Carbone story. That's, right. a, tr- that's a true story. They actually put him in a, a meat freezer, a meat truck, but yeah. the mob, the mob is known for that hiding bodies. Now you don't want to order a steak from that company that, um, that is shipping the steaks with, with Frankie Carbone in it. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would bother me, and that's that's kind of I don't I don't want to know that. I really don't want to know that that Frankie Carbone was hanging next to this cow when I'm eating. Oh yeah, you know that's yeah. it's crazy. Um, I uh I remember I read an article online one time, and uh it was it was when I was pretty freshly out of prison. Um. So like there was still a lot because I, and I doing ten years there was still a lot about the internet and stuff that I didn't wasn't really familiar with or whatever. So I'm reading this article about how they caught this um, this guy who owned a meat locker in Sioux Falls. Um, he he was cannibalizing right <laughs> and and like yeah like like he was making jerky out of humans right. And the way that they found out was that, like, uh, Jack Links or whatever uh, got wind of how successful this guy was being. And so they sent some representatives to, like, uh, check out what was so good about his stuff. And when they took it back and analyzed it, they realized it was human. And that's how this guy got busted, right? And I hear this story, and I'm thinking to myself, God, you know, like, Sure, you caught this guy, but what about all his fucking customers mm. that are fucking out there that now have a taste for human jerky and are gonna know it when this story pops? You know what I mean? <laughs> like this guy just fucking gave a whole fucking mat, you know. So I'm like, I want a list of his fucking customers. We need to know who these people are because they're potential problems, you know. Well, come to find out, uh, I was reading the article on the onion. Oh. Which is which is a completely <laughs> fucking satirical, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bullshit fucking story, right? And uh, and like, so I didn't know, I didn't know that kind of stuff back yeah. then, right away. Yeah, well, okay, but it, it does. Even though it's on the onion and it's satirical, it's probably based on some kind of truth on some level because I mean, it's probably happened somewhere. Yeah, they they get their their ideas for stories like that from reality. Uh, they just take it much further than than the story was. So you've given right. me something to talk about on on this very hungover Friday uh, Christmas Eve Eve. Um, a couple of things that on that that you know somebody I think like five years ago, my friend Cozy, who was on Facebook, who's uh, he's kind of banned me now, but we're still friends, but he blocked me, whatever. Uh, we're still friends, but uh, he had a story about Burger King uh, using horse meat 
in all the burgers. And I remember thinking, I, I've eaten Burger King thousands of times and was just sick by just knowing that. But he, he was really amused. It's like, yeah, it's still a damn good burger. I think I'll gallop over there and get one. But um, right. <laughs> uh, so that, I, I don't think I've eaten at Burger King since that. that and I don't know if it was really? true. Yeah, but. Wow. Yeah, horse, horse meat and burgers. Now, what is, why is that so revolting to me? As compared to knowing it's a cow, like a horse, a cow, pretty fucking similar. Animals. Like, I mean, to me, to me, I, I think as long as it tastes all right and it's, <laughs> and it's not and it's not gonna like mess me up. I mean, I'm I really don't. But I mean, I also did ten years in prison, so I'll eat just about anything. Rationally, uh, I agree with you. Like rationally, <laughs> what you just said makes perfect sense. As long as it tastes good, and they, really. There is no real difference between a horse and a cow. People will say, well, horses have personality. So do cows. I know people who have pet cows. Okay, so <laughs> I want to turn this just a little bit. Um, this, have you ever had the conversation with people about cannibalism and whether or not they would try it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because because going back to the if it, if it tastes good and it's not going to mess <laughs> me up no, no. or whatever, no, right, it won't ever like, taste good. So I know a number of people who are like, man, man, I couldn't try it. I'm like, you're not curious. You're not just like a little curious. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't try it. And they're like, they're like, no, I would never try human. And I was like, I don't know. I think, I think I'd have to try it. Mr. Donna would taste, have a, would like a word. Mr. Donna would like a word because right. <laughs> if, if you're starving enough. And there happens to be, it's not like you would kill them, not like you'd go Jeffrey Dahmer and kill somebody to eat them. But if you're starving to death and they're already dead, I think most people hate to, hate to agree that they would, but they probably would at some point. You'd, you'd be that desperate. I think, I, I, I definitely think in survival situations, people will find out a much more darker side of themselves than they because yeah, let's yeah. let's I, I hang on it, it's it's fair to premise all of it or at least put in here uh i definitely do not advocate eating people please don't eat people <laughs> it's a bad thing to do if you're gonna eat people just just eat the vagina or the ass maybe no, gobble not some the ass, not the ass please not the what ass. have you ever had your ass licked if you no. had your hang on a second hang on a second hang on I'm gonna be honest with you here, Matt. I'm gonna be completely honest because I was I was definitely on the train of why in the why would you do that for for a while, right? Uh, I was very adverse to these kind of things, um, and I remember I remember the day it happened. I was I was with this girl, <laughs> and she was she was giving me a very a very low blow job, if you know what I'm talking oh, about. Have yeah, you ever yeah, had a blow job that had a very low focal yeah. point like yeah. very like base of the penis Slip and scrotum the yes the taint yeah yeah like so they're really <laughs> like she was being really attentive to the lower sections of my groin area so it made me suspicious i was like i think this girl's about to try something weird i might have to tell her that's not okay <laughs> Like I was prepared. I was like, I was mentally prepared. It was like fucking up my blowjob, to be honest with you. Like I wasn't even enjoying the blowjob anymore because I was just worried about how I was going to have to tell her you need to stop that as soon as she started that. And then sure enough, a lot enough time passes and she gave 
a little rim swirl. And I and just as I opened my mouth to say something, I was like, hey, you can keep doing that. You know, and then, like that's that's okay. We're we're all right with that. So I think I think if you let it happen to you one time, you'll see. <laughs> You'll see the attractiveness. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm past that point in my life where that's ever going to happen. But what, what, what I want to know is, did you kiss her? Did, did you kiss her afterwards? Oh, uh, I, you know what? Probably not. I, I probably not. Um, did you offer her a breath mint? <laughs> I think you could use a mint. Um, well, let's get off the ass eating for a second. I, I'm there's sorry. been plenty of ass eating on on the program for years now. It, it's a subject that everybody knows freaks me out a little bit because I'm from a generation that that, that doesn't. Pu- that's not okay. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we we had pubic hair and nobody ate ass in my day. Um, but on back to the meat thing. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I was in the supermarket and going to buy like a roast or something. Yes, I'm not a vegetarian. I was at one point, but um, there has fake meat. There's a whole thing of fake meat. Like, uh, I guess it's um, like manufactured meat, fake meat. It's like, yeah. Would do you eat that stuff? Like, would but, you? I mean, not on purpose. I mean, I I think I would eat a horse. Be, eat horse meat before I eat fake meat. I'm just like, like to your concern about science experiments and open up portals. Like, let's wait ten years to see what happens to all these vegetarians eating this fake um, microscope meat, uh, microscopic meat, or whatever it is. I mean, what is it like synthetic or something? Yeah, yeah like, synthetic meat made in a made in a laboratory. And we have a whole. A Is whole that like aisle. the Beyond Burger shit or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever had one of those. Yeah, and it, it concerns me from the point of we don't know what kind of it's. It's not beyond uh, GMO. It's not genetically modified. It's synthesized. I'm like fucking Mike Tyson right now. Synthesized. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I would definitely want to know what chemicals are using to synthesize it then yeah you know what I mean? yeah uh, definitely and wait till you see two or ten years and you see all these vegetarians walking around with like you know third arms and two heads or whatever then we'll know we'll know what happened um have you ever tried the vegetarian life no i've always been a meat eater um i remember i had a i had a friend in high school once and I didn't know he was vegetarian until one day uh, during lunch break, we, we rolled through fucking Burger King and this dude rolls up to the drive-thru and he ordered a Whopper with no meat and no tomato. And I'm like, motherfucker, did you just order a hamburger with no burger? I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, I'm vegetarian, dude. I was like, and I was like, like, I never, like, um, at that point, like, listen, and, and I want you to really take this in because I was 18. I think I was 18 at the time. And I was like, you mean those are real? Like, that's not just something that's in the movie. But also, like, I didn't meet a person of color that, like, I didn't meet someone that wasn't white until I was like 12. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm like, trying to wrap so, my head around a Whopper with no meat in it. What really is it? It's a bun with ketchup, mayonnaise, and lettuce, pickles, and lettuce. Pickle. And yeah. onions, right? And that's yeah. it. 
That's he did. I, I did ask him because I was very curious. I was like, why the fuck would you waste the money to buy a fucking Whopper and then not get fucking meat on it? But he did get like a dollar fifty off for taking the burger off, but still. <laughs> Get it with the burger and give me the take. You know, open yeah. it up and give me the burger part out of it. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think about asking him that. I totally should have done that. I could have had a double. Yeah, I did try the uh, vegetarian route. I tried it for two and a half years at, at one point in my life. What made me do it, oddly enough, is I got convinced to do it by reading Unlimited Power by Anthony <laughs> Robbins, and he, he talks about meat processing plants and what you see in those things and it really turned my stomach just reading it and I didn't want anything to do with meat but then I found out that it's pretty much gross all food is gross in processing yeah anytime you you it doesn't matter if you're talking about carrots you go to a food processing plant you see how carrots are uh packaged and all that kind of stuff right you'll never eat carrot again like I've worked, I've I've done some day labor shifts and meat packing plants and stuff like that, and um, yeah, dude, it's uh, uh, being in being in those kind of places, and and even the, like I've watched a lot of like how it's made and all that kind of stuff. That stuff never bothers me so much. But I'm a, um, I'm kind of an opposite kind of person, like. I don't know. Every time, like growing up, when I was watching, whenever you'd see like one of those anti-smoking commercials, it always wanted me. It always made me want a cigarette. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every time I heard, and now that, and now I'm ready for the day. I was like, now I'm ready for a cigarette. That's what I'm ready for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'll come back to that thought in a second. Ke- Kevin's here to give us the wind chill report. What's the wind? <laughs> Kevin loves the wind chill. I don't know. Uh... I'm not, he, he loves giving the wind chill numbers. I, most people just talk, like Kelly talked about, minus four in Kansas City. Kevin will give you the wind chill. What's the wind chill? I think he likes. Well, he li- I think he likes the bigger, you know, the the colder number where it says. Minus well, I think 40. I, okay. So especially, so especially when it gets this cold, um, when it gets into negative numbers, wind chill becomes a much bigger factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's 30 degrees outside, I don't give a fuck what the wind chill is because if it's 10 to 12 mile an hour winds, it's it's maybe making it like 25, 26 degrees, right? But when you get to like negative four and you have a 10 mile an hour wind, it probably feels like negative 16. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the difference in wind chill once you start hitting negative numbers is incredible and um just yesterday i was seeing on facebook that a friend of mine's husband he works for ups and he loads ups trucks and he wears fucking gloves and shit like that but it's kind of an outside job like he's in an open dock yeah, yeah, bay I've, I've area I know, I know the area and the, uh, and it yeah. It was so cold yesterday that even with gloves on and hand warmers in his gloves, he got frostbite on two of his fingers and had to go to the hospital. Wow. No, you know I mean? not, so what's it like there today? Is it is it below zero or is it down there? I don't I doubt it. I, I haven't even looked. You know what I mean? Like uh I haven't been outside yet. So I, I think care. one year in New Mexico got down when I was there, it got down to zero right before Christmas because I was taking a guy to Amarillo Airport and it was zero degrees. And I couldn't believe that it got that cold. But Texas, 
has a problem with with really cold cold weather with their power grid. Like their power grid was not meant to withstand cold temperatures. Right, everybody running their heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, and that's the other thing that people like. A lot of people don't think about how you know, and but the same thing in the summer when everybody's running their air conditioners and shit like that. Power grids fail and go down, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. uh, So, but for me, with wind chill, I mean, for me. I, I've always been a pussy, a major league pussy when it comes to cold weather. So if it's thirty degrees, that's that's too cold for me anyway. I, so wind chill doesn't <laughs> matter. It's like I am not leaving the house if it's thirty degrees, or if I am, I need to be dressed like an Eskimo, I, right? Uh, and I need to go out and warm up the car for me because I'm not coming out until I can get in a heated car. <laughs> I'm, I'm so I'm like a I'm a super hot blooded person. Uh, I am I'm absolutely terrible to sleep with in the summer. Like my wife kicks me away from her at night. So like in the winter time, like just the other day, I went outside and you know it was probably like in the probably high thirties, low forties, and I went outside in basketball shorts and a hoodie. Uh, to go talk to somebody that had come onto the grounds, and they're like, "Aren't you cold?" I'm like, "No, I'm from Iowa. This is nothing. This is yeah. like, like." Kelly says it's cold. Um, Last night was colder than Antarctica. Well, first of all, it's summer in Antarctica right now. Uh, but I'm looking up. How does she know that? I'm looking up the temperature in Antarctica today. It's in 29 in grams, according to Craig Johnson. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate that. And Kelly, I just want to apologize uh, for putting on a shirt. Uh, that was that was for the benefit of Matt. I'm sure Matt doesn't want to see I my top, my nipples. Nipples are up. I want to see if they're hard. So uh, minus my seven. nipples are huge, so they always look hard. But they're, I mean, I have quite big nipples. Minus seventeen in Antarctica right now. So I, and that's without wind chill. So I don't, I right. don't think, uh, I don't think Kelly is correct on that. Well, and uh, here's my, uh, how, what is the wind there? Because like the winds in Antarctica are much higher. Like yeah. they get like huge gusts of wind. Like I've seen videos of people that lean into the wind and it holds them up. You know what I mean? Like in Antarctica, that's I love stuff like that. You know, when I say stuff like that, it really makes me realize what a nerd I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you a fan of Tom Green, the comedian? Oh, dude, I love Tom Green. Are you kidding me? So do I. Freddie but- Got Fingered was like when the first time I watched that movie, I watched it with one of my best friends. And I like I couldn't stop laughing. Like I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And my friend was sitting over on the couch just looking at me, like, why are you laughing at this? And I'm just because it's it's so outlandish, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, lately he's been on Twitter. He's not like a Twitter guy. He doesn't spend a lot of time on Twitter. But the last week or so, he's been on Twitter talking about Antarctica, talking about flat Earth. And I think he's uh, he's playing it off like he's a flat Earth believer. I think he's just you know bullshitting people, yanking people's chains. Oh like, right, yeah, you know, no, I would agree. But he was talking about Antarctica and the ice wall and all that stuff. And, and you know, people are arguing with him big time. And he just keep you know, 
going further and further. Thank God Elon Musk is letting us actually tell the truth about the flat earth and all, all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> right. So this, this is actually tempting me to, you know, I, and I actually did say something to Ricky Gervais last night on Twitter, which uh, I've been trying not to, but Tom Green almost sucked me into the, because with the flat earth stuff. And I even know, I know, I'm, I don't know. I feel very strongly that he's just yanking people's chains. You know, flat earth is one of one of those things I can't resist, like Frankie Corbone in a meat truck. It's like hard for me not to see yeah. some. But I re- responded to Ricky Gervais because he was talking about Frankenstein. And he said, Dr. Frankenstein was the, the creator. What was his monster's name? Because it can't just be your monster. I was like, dude. And he, then he said, well, I would name it after the brain of, of whatever brain they put in it. I'm like, dude, this is a 50-year-old joke. It's Abby Normal. Everybody knows that. It, Abby something, Abby what? Abby Normal. That was the brain they put in Frankenstein. Didn't you ever see young Frankenstein? I had to say that. So I broke my Twitter silence with that yesterday. <laughs> I'm myself. That's great. Uh, well, at least it was to scold Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Did you check out his van life? That's a YouTube thing, right? I, not a television show. I think I've seen a couple of uh, like installments of that on YouTube, but I don't, re- you know, I don't really follow that. Um, I, I, I want to do that. Uh, too bad I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to just take take a dog and a van. And some editing equipment, and maybe video equipment, maybe some music stuff, and just hit the road, go places, and create wherever I am. That sounds well, like see, a fun life. That's what Danica and I want to do. Like, like, hopefully next year, what what we really want to, like, if we if our goals get achieved, we will get some type of traveling vehicle that we can also live in, and uh, have. Just a bare bones equipment, like a couple speakers, mic stand, you know, computer, you know, or laptop, whatever, you know. Um, and uh, we want to do like mobile karaoke DJ kind of stuff. That way we can set up, make money wherever we go. And then I can schedule shows wherever and and do our pocket. Because I really want to do, I want to do a Lord, uh, a Lord and His Lady. Which is available because um, what um, what uh, Scott and Courtney Kardashian yeah. they had like um, a similar type broad- podcast, but it was called something different. But I don't think lo- that matters. I because I, I I've talked to a couple of people who mentioned podcasts they were getting ready to start and like came up. Well, isn't that name already taken? And then I started to look and. You do you will find several podcasts under the same name, so I don't think right. it's not like television shows where they actually trademark stuff and all that stuff. I think well, and and I think that's the thing. If you haven't, I think if the person hasn't taken time to actually trademark the name, I think it's up for grabs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think unless you have that actual trademark claim, right. like there's really nothing you can say. And here's the other thing about it, like. People, people talk about arch, copyright claims. Like, I gotta be known and make some money for this to matter, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like that, that's I, I, re- it. I used to argue that. I used to back in the day when I first met Michael. And good morning, Michael. Uh, um, 
I had uh, I ran a Yahoo group called Long Island Musician Support Network, and it was all about um, trying to get musicians, you know, health care and all this kind of stuff. I figured if we had enough people involved, we had buying power. We could go to insurance companies and buy insurance from musicians who almost never have any. So, but uh, all these musicians were talking about if. Uh, you know, I was telling them I would help them promote their music and put it on the websites. And and they were worried that somebody was going to steal their music. And I'd be like, at this point in your life, somebody stealing your music would be the best thing that could ever happen to you. If they stole your music, they had a hit with it. You could sue them. You'd get publicity out of that. But at this, at, at this point, you're a nobody with music that nobody has ever heard and nobody is likely to ever hear. You want somebody to steal your music. If you if you produce something worth stealing, you know you're on the right track. It's not like right, <laughs> right. It's not like you can't write new music, right? Well, yeah, people like really yeah. protective of their non valuable NFTs at that point. <laughs> yeah, and I I talk. I remember I talked to um, there was like a producer in Nashville that I talked to at one point, I think it was with AOK records or whatever. It was through some Facebook thing that I saw, but I was chatting with them online and they wanted me to share some of my originals. And I was like, well, I don't know if I necessarily want to do that. You might take my song. And they were like, it's not the seventies. Nobody steals songs anymore. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's how they responded to me. Like, like they were like nobody, nobody steals music anymore. Like, but, which I don't think is necessarily true. It's not even um, close to true. If you, yeah, uh, if follow Rick Beato, he covers every single lawsuit within the music industry about plagiarism. Uh, right, and it, it's because originality has gone out of it. Everybody is using that same exact chord progression. Ed Sheeran did a a, a podcast where he challenged people to name. Uh, any song he said, I'm going to play any song you can name on a pop song, which yeah, is on four, four chords, just four right? chords, right? And yeah. it's the same same chord progression because everyone is yeah. that one five six four progression. It's just like over and over again in every song. Um, yeah, so there, there's but that. There may be there may be something to that, kind of subconsciously. Though you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that, like it, those chords are there because they make for easy uh, writing of melodies over, and they are poppy, and you, and so that's why pop music loves that stuff. But yeah, at some point you got to think beyond the box, outside of the box. Like, uh, and going back to the seventies, <laughs> a lot of music that was created then was just totally not formula. If you look at Steely Dan's music, that was pop music. But it was not derivative in any sense. This was like these guys were making up new new sounds and new you know new grooves right. and all that kind of stuff that you yeah. didn't find anywhere else. And a lot of you know progressive music was like that. Yes, was like you know Emerson Lake and Palmer. You can go down the, the list in the seventies of stuff that was not cookie cutter at all. Let's have so, kind of cookie cutter. <laughs> I have a I have a friend. Uh, I met him through comedy, but he uh, he was a music major in college, and he put out an album called I think it's called Plastic World. Ian Ryan, Ian Ryland Smith is his name, and he put out this album called Plastic World. And what he did with the album is he 
he he's very very smart he's probably one of the smartest people i've ever met like and uh this guy made an album that each song is progressively more difficult to listen to auditorily like because there's like like he did different things that were wrong <laughs> with the you know what i'm saying i don't like, think there's anything I, I i understand what you're saying it was probably a lot of dissonance but uh i think oh, some people have proven that there are no there's no wrong there's only well uh, and i and i love it it's one of the, like i love the album because like it's so different and it's so creative you know what i mean like 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 the fact that he even thought to try and do that, like, like I've listened to it like four or five times all the way through, but I, you know, I also do a lot of driving, so it's easy for me to just put on an album and go, you know. But, uh, man, I love, I love that kind of stuff that, that is just so different than the norm, you know. Kelly uh, said one of the most profound things she's ever said this morning, it's probably by accident. <laughs> Anything is only valuable if people are willing to steal it. That is so true, and it's it's quite profound. So I think she must have borrowed that from her. She must have stole that. That can't be hers. Can I? Can, we can't uh, give Kelly credit for for coming up with that because it's too too good. Sorry, Kelly. You you must have stolen that from somebody. Who'd you steal that from? Um, <laughs> haven't heard from Cat and Steve still speaking of Kelly. Uh, and um, I don't even see them on Twitter. I think Cat. Uh, and Jamie Dykes have run, run away together, and um, I don't know. They they probably killed Steve and uh, Keely, uh, Jamie's uh, lady, and ran away together. That's what I'm thinking. You know, My you goodness. Know. Yeah, I think so. Um, I know. And, and speaking of that, don't ever, don't ever order anything from Reserve Bar. ReserveBar.com. Because I sent Cat uh, and Steve. A, a gift three weeks ago and it still has not arrived I'm trying, and the, the tracking got lost and so they're saying well we can't we can't find it I'm like, oh man what the fuck is this three, it was t- supposed to take three days to get there uh kelly says uh she's more profound when i'm drunk actually i i don't think i stole it so is I she was, drunk is she no, drunk so, already no she's not drunk she, so she'll be drunk later in 12 hours she'll be drunk um but no i was only kidding anyway i i know you didn't steal that i was just uh yanking your chain steve is probably yeah steve is probably w- with frankie carbone right now uh, <laughs> yeah yeah so uh what are you doing this week you, holiday you, you you uh celebrating with what do you do i mean um we're just chilling with the family. We, uh, my wife has the day off, so we doubt. Uh, I doubt very highly that anybody will be uh, traveling. So we probably won't be busy out here at the grounds at all. So we'll probably just sit around, watch movies, enjoy each other's company, that right. kind of thing. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm supposed to go to my stepdaughter's house on Sunday. And I'm already dreading. It's like, is it? Is it, what's the temperature going to be? Do I have to? Leave? I don't want to leave the house. I have to leave the house today, but it's it's still 56. Is that what it is? But uh, it's going to get down really cold tonight. And then I I become a hermit. But the good thing is, it's only uh, 88 days now till spring. 
So I'm looking forward to, I'm counting the days, obviously. 49 degrees. See, temperature's dropping quickly here. Uh, <laughs> I can't go out. Um, we're probably definitely going to watch Christmas Vacation. That I think that happens usually every year. I was um, thinking of doing a Twitch thing. Like I was probably sometime, not late tomorrow, I was thinking of doing like uh, Christmas music. Uh, just, you know, doing a live Twitch stream. And then uh, maybe Christmas night when people are just sick of each other, sick of family already, <laughs> I was thinking of doing a, a Twitch stream of uh, a, a movie of a... And I know they don't let you play... Um, you know, commercial movies on there without copyright infringement and all that. But I have some that are public domain, old movies, Marx Brothers movies, Adam and Cos- Abbott and Costello, something like that. Something yeah, that's really great. Black and white stuff to really piss off kids and people who hate black and white movies and all that stuff. When I uh, when I was in prison for one of our, um, I think it was for one of our fellowship meals, we we always put on a little show for those. And me and another guy did the who's on first bit. And uh, it was actually really good. Um, it took us a while to learn it, though, really. like Merry was- Christmas to Tony Walker, who is uh, very happy that uh, Steve Cohen is the new General uh, George Steinbrenner. Uh, the Mets, uh, Steve, Tony's a big-time Mets fan. Uh, and I couldn't, I could not discourage him last year, no matter how I tried. Uh, <laughs> but now he's got to be in his glory. Steve Cohen is trying, he's not caring about luxury taxes or anything like that. He's trying to buy the best team money can buy. That didn't always work out for the Yankees. Um, you're a Cubs fan, though, right? That's what you are. I am. I am. I've been a lifelong Cubs fan, and I want to make that distinction. So, so because there was a lot of hard years. Yeah, no, there's a, there's, yeah, a hundred, hundred hard years in a row. <laughs> would you, would you want a store-bought team like the Mets are uh, at at this point? <laughs> okay, so um, if, if you paid attention to the Chicago Cubs, in they they have a great farm system. To be honest, the 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 AAA team of them is the Iowa Cubs, which I think play in Des Moines, if I remember right. And um, they have a great farm system, and they're actually really, really well-known for developing talent. But unfortunately, our front office continually trades that shit away. You know what I mean? Like, um, I've seen I've seen more players like come up through the Cubs system and then and what happens is like they get to they get to you know almost very very many seasons I've seen this happen they get to a point where it's just the season is a is a loss you know what I mean like we're not making fucking playoffs for sure so they fucking trade all the and and like what we get back a couple of times it's been worth it. Like maybe we've gotten a picture or something that, you know, panned out for, a couple. but like, you know, like when we traded away, Carrie Wood and stuff like that. And go then, back before that, they gave away Greg Maddox for nobody. When they got rid of, uh, right. when- you know, <laughs> so, I mean, the Cubs, the Cubs front office has been for decades, in my opinion, notorious 
for developing good talent and then trading it away and not keeping it on their team and then trying to buy an established player that they think will benefit the team. And I think it's a really backwards fucking um, way of going about it. You know what I mean? Because, like, I think about, like, when I think about my high school football team, okay, my high school football team, the Emmitsburg E-Hawks, were district champions 23 years in a row. And I think a large part of the reason that we had that kind of dominance, and I'll let you know that, like, the team that I was on in seventh grade, in eighth grade, and in ninth grade were undefeated. We never lost. And then as a sophomore, I, I was on varsity, and we went 11-1 and one that year. But, like, we ran the, the – both offense and defensive scheme that we ran was exactly the same from seventh grade all the way up. Like they ran coach Twait system from when they started teaching us fundamentals. They were also teaching us the basics of his offense and his defense. And we ran that shit, you know, and that's what, and by the time we got to high school, we'd already been doing this shit for four fucking years or whatever. You know, or, you know, and it's so like to me, developing talent from within is always the best. To me, I think that's always the best way to go. You know what um, I mean? Craig says, William Ferguson Jenkins uh, was the greatest Cubs pitcher. He was great. He was great. Maddox, great. It's hard to. Well, Greg Maddox was not all that. He didn't light up the, the league when he was with the company. He, he did win a Cy Young, I think, but he wasn't the Hall of Famer, Greg Maddox, uh, at that point. Um, it's hard to argue against Craig, uh, Ferguson uh, Jenkins. Do you follow him on Twitter, uh, Craig? Because he's, um, he's on Twitter, and he will talk to you. <laughs> Craig, you, I don't know if you know this. Craig is originally from Chi-Town. Chicago, so I, he's probably a Cubs fan as well, or if he's a baseball fan as well, he seems to be more of a college football type of guy, uh, but and and football guy. But um, issues with Andy today. I forgot about that live stream today. I don't know what time it was. I originally heard it was going to be at five p.m. There was talk about six p.m. I have not uh, followed up on that. If anybody knows issues with Andy, I think you have to be a Patreon subscriber to join in i thought they were going to do it on youtube but i think it will be only private for um the patreon members but that should be a fun thing i will be on that if i can get back home in time looking forward to that but uh so just coming back to where i started um with the immigrant guys who are shocked to learn that americans expect a Monday off if if Christmas falls on a Sunday and they're probably going to want to leave at noon today. And these are the shock because these guys have left countries where, what do you mean? We don't get paid holidays. They don't, they're even shocked that we get paid for holidays here. You know, what do you mean get paid for holidays? (laughs) Uh, Any of the entitlement stuff uh, that, you know, you're surprised about uh, any of that kind of stuff? Uh, I mean, am i surprised by america's entitlement no because like we've 
But being I mean, a guy in prison, I mean, the fact that who spent time in prison, the fact that people expect stuff and like you, you know, it's just to me. I mean, I'm not surprised by. It. I don't pay attention to it, but I'm not surprised by it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, I remember my first Christmas out of prison. Uh, what I did is I had a friend that had like a recording studio in his basement. Like, you know, just stuff off his computer and he had a nice little mic set up, whatever. And I recorded an acapella Christmas album and I gave it to like my mom and like, you know, people that were close to me. I made, I only made like 12 of them, but um, I made acapella Christmas albums and I handed those out because I had no money. I just got out of prison. Well, like, so, you, you know, I appreciate your talent and I, I, I think you're really, really good. Uh, but I hate your choice in, in songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mary, Mary, uh, Mary, have you heard? And, uh, Mary, well, all, know, yeah. yeah, 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 that and Oh Holy Night, not on my top. I, I'm trying to right. think of good Christmas songs. I don't think there's a whole lot of good Christmas songs. Right. Uh, I think uh, I recorded a White Christmas one. Uh, I think that's on my YouTube. And then uh, I did yesterday. I did a "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," but I think uh, I think I'm going to redo that one. I think I that's on the best YouTube. one. Uh, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" and the Christmas song by Mel Torme, "Chestnut." Your notes roasting. In, oh, in, okay. Yeah, I'll check so, that one out too. Those two. Uh, I do request you know. <laughs> oh, it sounded like a tree just fell on the house. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yesterday, yesterday I saw a video of someone that like they they're they had a huge ass tree that was like swaying in the wind, like right over their house, and it's so cold out that all you can hear is the uh, yeah the the creaking of the tree. I'm like, dude, that thing is gonna fucking snap and crush their house. I live like, in I live in the land of sequoias. <laughs> we don't have sequoias in New York, but the, the trees here where I live are 150 feet high if they're an inch high, and and they're everywhere. I mean, it's so many trees that every year I have to spend five thousand dollars to cut down and trim trees and and not have them fall on my house or neighbors' houses and all that kind of stuff. It's insane right. keeping up with the trees. So, uh, you know, every year it's when we have winter come in, it's always, well, you got to watch out. Trees could fall on your house. They fall on your car. They fall on the street. They fall on the power wires, all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a nightmare. I know New because I had a, a friend who was from El Paso when I was in, in uh, um, Portales, and he went to New Jersey. And I said, what do you think of New Jersey? He said, man, a lot of trees. New Mexico uh, is not known for, you know, no, well, lots, I mean, it's like a, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly a hundred percent sure what the climate technically is here, because I, I want to say that it's probably, it, it's probably like one of those borderline cl climates because it's yeah. a little desert, it's a little, you know, um, but I mean, there's up in the mountains, like because we have national forests here, the like right, Cibola right. National Forest. And stuff like that. So, like, you pretty much have to go to the protected areas right. for large amounts have of neighborhoods that are surrounding. Like in my yard, not on my property now. It's a pretty big property, but I would say there are two hundred trees. Two hundred trees on my property. You don't. And every every yard 
in my area probably has at least a hundred trees on it. You don't have areas in New Mexico, residential areas that are just everybody's you know, not, not littered with it like that. No. Yeah. I mean, they might have, uh, you know, sparse ones like you see on a, sand, a standard street. Yeah. Yeah. But one not, tree out on the not, not like, not like canopying the road usually. Yeah. You know? Like most people's fight to get sunlight on their pools because uh, they had so many trees surrounding their property, the sunlight can't get through. Right, yeah, yeah it, it's it is basically living in the middle of a uh, tropical forest. <laughs> uh, it's it's just weird. I don't know how we got on that subject anyway. Oh, because the tree just hit the house. That's what happened. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming in and uh, yeah, making, making me laugh about the uh, burgers and the human eating humans. Uh, so uh, William, yeah, I felt like a real idiot when I discovered that that was a fake article. I was like, oh, this this whole paper is just it's just bullshit. I was like, God dang it, you know. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I just want to encourage people to because William is uh, opening up a new fast food place called Willie's Human Burgers. And it's uh, it's all his, his friends. He's just gonna chop them up in like Frankie Corbone. No, no, not my friends. I love my friends. That's who I'm feeding. I'm feeding my friends. They can eat oh. for free. Oh, so just his enemies. I will. Uh, I will feed. Yeah, I will feed my friends the hearts of my enemies. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Maybe I'll see. I don't know if you're not doing anything tomorrow. I'll pop on. I'm. I, I don't know if you're gonna be on the thing tonight, but I'll. I'm gonna try to be on that. Uh, for live streaming concert this evening. No, the uh, issues with Andy. Oh no, yeah, I, no, I actually really want to check that out because I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I've checked that out yet. So, oh, um, how could you not? Oh, I, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. I, I, I I've, I've heard enough. <laughs> I want to check it out for sure. Well, um, Andy is extremely funny on his own, but uh, I think Brett and Charlie especially have a way of making of amplifying his funniness and 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 you know tweaking him so that he ups the funny even more on that stuff. Right. Ch and, well, that uh, Chad Chank is, is surprisingly <laughs> quick witted and and very witty, so it's a, it's a great great show. Yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to make sure that Craig knew I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, my bad. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks for coming. I got to go run to go tell people. Uh, the boss thinks you should work on Monday, even though um, you're you're American and don't and they aren't too entitled to work on Monday. So I'll be here with Jake Danger Jolly on Monday morning if anybody is around. Not, or you know, not over partied or hung over like I am this morning. Anyway, thanks for being here. I'm getting out of here. Right, have, a great, have a great day. Merry Christmas, man. I love you. Merry Christmas, man. Bye. All right, I'm out. Uh, I'm just going to play the music and say goodbye to everybody. Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us on a uh, Christmas Eve Eve. And maybe I'll see some of you on Issues with Andy later on. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.